Hello and welcome to the Fit Leaders Podcast, the podcast for leaders seeking sustainable success. I'm your host, David Chinsky, founder of the Institute for Leadership Fitness and creator of Fit Leaders Academy. Join me as we explore how fit leaders enjoy vibrant lives marked by personal health and sustained contributions. In this podcast, The Transparent Leader, I want to talk about what it takes for a leader to be more credible, to build more trust and loyalty inside the organization. You know, one of the common complaints that I hear when working inside organizations today is that there's a perception that leaders are not sharing all of the information critical to be able to do one's job. There's a sense that the organization is a bit too secretive, that there are hidden agendas. And what employees want is to know that everyone is working together to achieve the goals and strategies of the organization and that no one is being put at a disadvantage because of information hoarding or a lack of transparency. Some organizations actually put a premium on transparency. They actually have it listed as one of their core values. And yet there are many leaders that are concerned that they might be sharing too much information, and often they hold back because they believe perhaps that their employees can't handle the information. You might recall that great line by Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men, where he says, you can't handle the truth. So there is this sometimes mistaken belief that if we were to share the truth with our people, that it would devastate them somehow, or that they just wouldn't be able to to manage it. And so that it's our job as leaders to shield our people from this information. When we talk about transparency, we're talking about discerning better between the information that we can share and the information that we can't share. So there can be too much information shared Although the bigger risk that I find in organizations is that we share too little. One way to figure out where you might be on this continuum of transparency is to consider simulcasting your next leadership meeting. So if you think about the meeting you have with your senior leaders, how comfortable would you be if everyone in the organization could listen in on your conversation. Now, often people will tell me, oh, I have no problem at all with people hearing what we're discussing around the table. And then I start hearing, well, there's certain information I wouldn't share. So some of the information that that we would clearly want to protect is confidential human resource information. If, If we were disciplining an employee, if we were talking perhaps about an upcoming merger acquisition where we didn't want that information to get out into the public too early. So yes, there are some specific types of deliberations and conversations that as a leadership team, we might choose not to share openly. And yet 
it's likely that there's a lot of other information that we're not sharing that actually would do no harm and might even increase the morale and increase the ability of our people to do their best work. So asking yourself that question with regard to how open you would be to having your meeting simulcast and then asking yourself what types of information are you sharing today on a routine basis and what types of information are you withholding from your team on a routine basis might be very instructive. And it might be that there's information that you're not sharing that actually would be very helpful to your people and would increase your transparency in the eyes of your people. Some of the barriers or blocks to transparency are things like a lack of candor. When our people know that we're not being honest with them, they begin to wonder whether or not we are doing our jobs properly, whether we are trusting them to do their jobs. And so one of the things that we can clearly address is how candid, how honest we are with our people. If we're behaving inconsistently, if we are treating some people differently than others, if I say something to you and then I say something else, the opposite, let's say, to one of your colleagues, then that is also something that's going to chip away at your transparency. People are going to wonder whether they can take your words to the bank, whether they can trust that what you're telling them is consistent with what you're telling other people. Hoarding information, which is something we've already addressed. If there's a sense that we are withholding key information from people, then that is going to be an indication that we are not being as transparent as we might be. If we're not seeking advice from others or if we're deflecting any feedback that we might be getting, again, our people are going to be concerned that we're not being open, that we're not sharing everything, that, that we believe that we're invulnerable. And we know that when we are a bit vulnerable with our people, that actually increases their trust in us. It doesn't decrease their trust. Lack of awareness with regard to some of our blind spots. We all have blind spots. And if we carry on as if we're perfect, that there's nothing that we could ever change about our leadership, that suggests that we're not seeing those blind spots ourselves, And again, is going to chip away at that that perception of, of how transparent we are as a leader. And then a final block is a lack of authenticity. So if we're showing up in a way that is inconsistent with who we really are, if we're faking it too much, if, if we're trying to be something that we're not, that again is going to scare our people more than reassure them and often people will see right through that lack of authenticity. So we should show up as who we are, foibles and all. That's, that's why people follow us. That's why people admire us because they like who we are. We have proven to them over time that we're open and honest and transparent with them. So what are some ways to increase our personal 
transparency? Well, first, we need to be honest. There has to be an overwhelming honesty around the communication, the conversations that we have with our people. We need to seek feedback proactively. We want to make sure that people understand that if they see something that we're doing that's getting in the way, that it's okay, it's safe to give us that feedback, and we have to model the appropriate way to receive feedback. We need to maintain our composure. We need to make sure that we are not punishing people or exhibiting frustration when people are giving us that feedback or when things aren't going well. We want to let our guard down once in a while. We need to make sure that we are taking the time to talk to people about their work, even about how things are going in their life. Obviously, without probing deeply where we, where we don't belong, although getting to know our people on a more personal level can also increase this sense of, of transparency where people get to know us a little better and they feel comfortable that we're getting to know them a little better. Keeping our promises is also important. So if our people can't count on our commitments and on our words and our promises to them, then not only is there a lack of accountability, there's also a lack of transparency because again, we're saying one thing and we're doing something else as opposed to being open and honest and truly following through on what we say we're going to do. It's also important to handle mistakes well. So if we make a mistake, we want to own it. We want to admit it. We want to learn from it. We want to let our people know that from time to time, we know they're going to make a mistake. And so we want to model what it takes to admit that, yes, that could have been done differently. Here's how I would approach it in a different way next time. Avoiding destructive comments, making sure that we don't send nasty grams, that we don't let our frustration boil over to the point of confusing people and frustrating people and making them fearful of having conversations with us and telling us the truth. And finally, showing others that we care. This is probably one of the best ways to increase our credibility with our people and to build more transparency. The culture of a transparent organization is often known by the absence of secrets or hidden agendas. Everyone knows how things get done in the organization and both successes and failures are communicated fully. We want to make sure that there's a premium placed on ethical behavior and fair treatment. Transparent leaders set an example by living and promoting a strong set of shared values. So think about how you and your organization can create more transparency with your employees, with your customers, and with other key stakeholders. It's important that we know more about our leaders and about our organization so that we feel aligned with the direction and the strategies of those organizations. Transparency starts with opening up lines of communication within an organization, creating an environment that invites and encourages internal dialogue 
and provides that welcoming and supportive workplace for employees. How will you and your colleagues achieve more transparency in your organization? If you would like to learn more about how to become a transparent leader, I invite you to visit fitleadersacademy.com, fitleadersacademy.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.